106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we are here. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, of course, Larry Unger, answering phones, and Charlie Grimes, your engineer. And what I will say is if you have a question for us today, please let us know. We will not be here next week over the Labor Day holiday. We're going to give everybody the day off. And I'm going to take a few days off myself, which uh, looking forward to. So we will not be here. So if you have a question for us, uh, please call us now. We will also uh, not be in studio the week after. We will still be on air. We're going to be around. But we're going to be out at the car show at the American Legion post 1111. It's at 100th and Old Wadsworth. And that's the Broomfield area, as I said earlier on Fix It Radio. But really, it's... Arvada, Westminster, Broomfield, kind of all together there. And if you're coming up from any part of the Denver area, best way to do it, honestly, I think, is just to come up US 36 to Wadsworth, head south on Wadsworth to 100th. You're going to turn left on 100th, right on Old Wadsworth, and you'll run right into us. Yep. And we will be there next, or not next week, but the week after Labor Day. So this is very the very Saturday after Labor Day. So Labor Day is on a Monday. That next Saturday, the 10th, we will actually be there. Keep in mind, the next day is September 11th. There's going to be another great car show on September 11th that we were doing our best to try to do a remote from. But timing-wise, we just couldn't make it all work because they will be about done with the car show by the time we would be starting to go on air because of the way our Sunday replay works. Charlie kindly said he would come in and help us do that. But we just couldn't make the timing of that work. But that car show will be uh, actually at the, corner, at the corner of McIntyre and 44th. So if you're familiar with that area on the west side of town, which, by the way, is not far from where I live. So McIntyre and 44th, we may actually take one of our cars down there that day and show it because I don't normally have that opportunity to do that. So we may actually be out roaming around. But there is a... A bar there, a restaurant on the corner of 44th and McIntyre. It will be on the southwest corner, and that's where that show will be. And everything there is going to benefit one of the foundations that helps with folks in regards to September 11th. And it's the anniversary of, of course, so we will be we, we will be there participating. I'm not going to be out there as far as the show goes, but we'll be walking around. So if you're out and about, you know, stop in and say hi as well, and we appreciate that. So question of the day today is... Sort of, sort of goes along with our question of the day for Fix It Radio. Name a car you bought that you regret buying. Okay? Some of you, that may not be anything. But most of us have a car that we bought that we, after owning it, wish we hadn't. And in some cases, you turned it and flipped it as quickly as you could. But question of the day is name a car you bought that you regret buying. You can text us that answer, 307 282 307-200-8222, or, again, call us, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600, and we'll get you right online, or right on air, and you can 
talk about any in your world, Jeff, that you bought that you wish you hadn't? Not that I can think of. I've, I've been, I've, I've, when I first met my wife, I ended up with a 1980 Mustang. You know, those weren't great. That was a pain. Yeah, those were not great cars. But it did give me my wife, so I can. No, that's, there's a good thing out of that. Yeah, I put a bunch of work into it for her, and she, it was one of those freebie deals. I, I, I don't won. know, I guess that thing did cost me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Over the 30 over the plus years. years. I at one time bought, I don't know, I guess because I'm a diesel guy and I like diesels, and they came out with the, I want to say this would have been in 2000, and I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, because I could be off a year, but I want to say 2007. Didn't they have a Jeep Liberty? Was that the first year for the Jeep Liberty diesels? Yeah, okay, yeah. I want to say it was a 2007. Yeah, they don't, were kind of lame. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was a 2007. So bought it, thought, yeah, it's going to be great. It had an Italian-made, that um, was right you know, right when all that stuff was going on, and they had an Italian-made diesel in it, and I thought, well, this will be great, good fuel economy, all that. And keep in mind, that was you know, right before the recession and, and what have you. And it didn't buy it for that, but it, it was just you know, it was kind of the next, yeah. next thing, I guess, that, that we wanted. And only car in my entire life. I've ever had because of a problem that I initiated, bought back. So I actually got at that time Chrysler to Jeep to buy that vehicle back because it was just such a piece of junk. Yeah, couldn't keep the transmission from not shuttering, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. The by the way, the uh, car show on the 11th. My wife just informed me uh, it will be supporting the Fisher House, which we all know about them in the in the Denver area. So it'll support the Fisher House. That's on September. 11th but yeah so mine was a jeep liberty that i bought i think it was 2007 that i had about a year and and we had it in the dealership i don't know how many different times to try to fix this shutter problem that it would just it would just drive along literally you'd be driving along 45 50 miles an hour dead dead straight no problem you know nothing going on and it would just you just have these hiccups yeah drove you crazy now could you have driven it for a long time sure maybe somebody else wouldn't even noticed it but i did and you'd be driving along and be like, this this is driving me crazy. What's going on? Because you, you kind of felt like, okay, when are we going to not run? Yeah. it was. That, I mean, I'm not talking a little miss. I mean, I'm talking one where if you could have shut the key off and back on quickly enough, that's that's the kind of shutter. And we all know now, and Jeff, you would know this, that through the years that turned out to be transmission issues that that vehicle had. It wasn't the engine. It was a transmission that they had issues with, and that thing would... I don't know, Jeff, whether it was trying to go in and out of lockup quickly or what was happening, but something was happening where that thing just would have that that miss, but it wasn't a miss because it was in the transmission. Uh, a lot of times he couldn't get the lockup. When he'd get a miss, it wouldn't pull the lockup off. And so when it would miss, you'd really feel it in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Hart from RoofMax said a 1978 Ford, <laughs> Ford Ranchero and then a... Uh, 2017 Titan XD Cummins. Yeah, the, the the Titans, while great concept, they have a 5-liter Cummins engine in those Titans. You'll see a lot of those running around. That was a deal that Nissan and Cummins had. And, and I think it was, And by the way, I think it was a great concept. But here's their their fallback or their drawback that I feel they have. And Dave, you can, you, know, you can text me and tell me if I'm wrong. The agronomics of the truck, number one, aren't that great. That Nissan XD... They they should have learned from some of the other big manufacturers what they needed to do to make that interior more suitable for the folks using them. So that was one drawback they have. 
The other drawback is that engine doesn't get as good a fuel economy as it should for being just a 5-liter diesel engine. It actually should get better fuel economy, but they don't. They have terrible emissions regen, that issue going on to keep things clean. And I guess if you could, you know, delete it, uh, which we would never recommend openly on air because that's 100% against the law. But I know some guys that have done that. And when they do, that vehicle becomes very, you know, very desirable and the mileage goes up and so on. Uh, But in general, that's probably, there's better diesel stone. Let me just say it that way. There's better diesel stone. The other diesel uh, vehicle, by the way, that, that they were a great idea. And I even liked them early on until we learned what the reliability was going to be like. That was the Eco Diesel Dodges. They they weren't a whole lot better as far as make sure I say this correctly. They were better in regards to fuel economy and all that, but their reliability wasn't what the Cummins five liter was in the Titans. Not even close. That 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 Eco Diesel engine in a lot of the lineup, not just the trucks, but they had them in, in the in the Grand Cherokees and the Wranglers, did that have the eco diesel too? I want to say, thank you. I think so. Uh, the reliability, it's gotten better, but those early ones that they had, they were they were not super reliable. They they had major major issues with those. So some of you guys that have owned those may have been one of your more regretful purchases. The other car that I don't know if this is a regret, but you know I was young and not didn't have a lot of money and needed a car, and my uncle was selling cars at that time. It had a dealership out in Burlington, Colorado. And they get hail from time to time. At least they did back then. And he had had a big hailstorm come through. Well, when they get hailstorms that come through, you know, dealer can take the insurance check, discount the car way down. And back then, you could buy the car for a substantial discounted price. In the case of this car, I bought a Pontiac 6000 back in the day. Okay. With the high-performance 2.8-liter V6 engine. The car actually ran pretty well. Um had hail damage, but it was fortunately white. So it didn't show super bad. And the hood wasn't bad. The roof and the deck lid were the worst. And so back in those days, what I did to get around all of that was I immediately put a pop-top sunroof in it and got rid of half the hail dents in the roof. <laughs> and we massaged out the majority of the rest of those to where the roof looked pretty good. The hood, the hood was good enough where I didn't have to really do much. And then the deck lid to hide the really bad damage the deck lid had. It just had to be parked in a direction where the deck lid took the majority of it. Uh, back then, they had these little racks <laughs> that you could put on the trunks back then. And they kind of had this little spoiler thing in it that kind of made the car look halfway decent. So to get rid of all of the hail dents in the deck lid, I put, the, <laughs> I put this little rack doohickey thing <laughs> on the back of it. And had the car looking pretty good. I think I still got pictures of it somewhere buried away. But, you know, I had it looking pretty good when it was all said. You know me. I'm not going to drive some, you know, some hoopty of a car. But when it was all said and done, was that a great car? I mean, it, it, it worked for me, and I think we had one child at the time. And, you know, it, it got us by. And, you know, was it the greatest car in the world? No. Is it, a, is it a purchase that I can say I regret, Jeff? I mean, at that time, it just got us through a portion of life that you needed to get through. But... I did it in a way where I saved a ton of money on that car. And then I think when it was all said and done, I ended up selling that car to another family member that drove it for quite some time. As it turned out, it ended up being a really good car. Probably had a couple hundred thousand miles on it when it was all said and done because uh, it wasn't that bad of a car. But was that a car that I regretted? I don't know if I'd say that. But anyways, asking you guys, what's a car purchase that you maybe today 
regret. 303-477-5600. Any other questions you got, by the way? Transmission especially. Uh, Jeff's our resident transmission expert, so if you've got a transmission question, by all means, call us. Let us know what it is, and we'll get you taken care of. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. An income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. 
Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, with me answering calls today. Of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Larry Unger answering phones. Junior in Denver, you are up. What's going on? Hello, hi. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm buying a car here. I'm going to buy a car. get a pre-purchase inspection. But okay. I have a question for Jeff. Okay. Uh, 2015 Honda Odyssey. Okay. Transmissions. How are those transmissions? Are they are issues with them? They weren't... Uh, they, the Honda transmissions weren't real bad. Uh, biggest problem that they had was the cases um, where the transaxle part of the case, the bearings would expand and they'd get gear noise in them. Uh, how many miles? Uh, about 100, I know about 78,000. 78 is not bad. You, you're normally not going to see problems with those unless they've been abused. Yeah, if they, around, had, if they haven't had services and so on, yeah. you start getting around the 100K mark, Junior, and they have not been serviced, that's, again, as I said last yeah. week, that's the weak link in that car. Yeah. 
And with a Honda, you need to make darn sure they use Honda fluid. That's right. Period. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know, so you could you could get easily get two hundred thousand out of that pretty easily with proper service. But that's honestly on that Honda, that's about it. Right. I, you don't see too many of those go much further than that without having a transmission put in them. Yep, just the way it is. Okay, so it's, it's due. It has seventy-eight thousand, and but, oh, here's the deal. Here, here's the kicker. I guess it's rebuilt from salvage. Okay, the car. Stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy a rebuild from salvage. I would not buy a salvage title car, period, because it's worthless at the end of the day, Junior. You can't resell that car. So salvage and rebuild is the same thing, right, from salvage? Yeah, it's it's not. If it's got a salvage title on it, you're... Yes, it does. I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I'd stay away from that one. I'd run. Yep. The only reason, it could be a really good car, but unless you're planning on driving that thing to the ground and never, ever selling it, don't buy it. Yep. No, I, plan, I I buy my cars until they're dead. Well, well in that case, maybe. But the next thing you've got to check with, and I really need to get Paul, my insurance guy, on, which we're looking at doing here in the next few weeks here. Uh, some of those cars are going to be insurable for collision only. Exactly. Or, you know, liability only, no comp and yep. collision allowed. Okay, I'll, I'll call one. I have Safeco. I'll call Safeco. Ask them, because the, some of them are getting really picky about that. Okay. So before you do yeah, anything, just, that's your next phone call. Even before a pre-purchase, Junior, that's your next call. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to do that while I'm waiting. I'm out here by the dealer there. but you know, Can uh, I insure it? Because if you can't insure it, it's not going to help you. Uh, yeah, good point. Good point. You're right. And a lot yeah, of those I, are I, not. Been on the, uh-huh. I've been on the Internet, about, and they said there's transmission issues, but I prefer to call Jeff. He's the one that he used to yep. work on them. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of that, and as we even said, I think, I can't remember who was with me, we were talking to you the last time about this, it just, it just depends on the previous owner, how well they cared for yeah. it, and so on. I've seen those things go over 200, but with lots of care along the way. Well, Your downside yeah, to you know. is, you're buying something from Salvage, where I hate to say this, Junior, but you don't even know if that's the original transmission in the car. You don't point. know if it's been wrecked. If you have it, no you idea. You don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, I know it's been wrecked, but I don't, yeah, good point, Jim. Okay. That's the That's issue you have. You, you have no idea what the history is at this point. You know, I've seen salvage vehicles where they take two vehicles and make one out of it. You have no idea. I mean, that's the mileage on the odometer on that car. Yeah. But what was the other one that a lot of the parts could have come from to make it whole? If they replaced right. the transmission because it had a cracked case, you might have 150,000 miles. You have no right. idea. Right. Okay. Good point. Okay. okay. Yep. Well, thanks a lot. You're very man. welcome, Junior. Appreciate it. No, I, and guys, sorry. I'm, I'm, I personally, I know some folks are, and they probably don't like me saying it, but I'm not a salvage title guy, salvage car guy, at all. I realize some of them can be that way from it, things that aren't that bad, but again, I'm just, I don't want that on my title. Sorry. I, I've got some people that build salvage mm-hmm. vehicles, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you. Not the way to go. I agree. Mike and Highlands Ranch, you're up. Uh, John, thank you very much. Transmission question and then a comment on the question of the day. Sure. Of the question of the day. Um, I'm looking to, I have in the past changed fluid at about 35,000 miles, tranny fluid on, on my vehicles. Um, and, and I'm wondering if I'm, being overly um going overboard should i wait to 50 or 60 no you're not going overboard not for i know what you drive mike no not for what you're driving right okay all right great 
Um, on the on the worst vehicle, <laughs> my ex. Let's hear it. Uh, I have to take a sigh on this one. She she insisted, and it's better to keep them happy about driving a Range Rover. Oh. I have never seen a bigger hoax perpetrated on the American public than that vehicle. Yeah. I I keep a I keep a spreadsheet of expenses. <laughs> yeah. Those those Range Rovers cost a buck 71 a mile to drive. Uh from maintenance, I mean we yep. from oil leaks yep. to suspension with yep. the last one we owned that she uh, that she had to have cuz they're, you know, all the rich people drive them, they're expensive. Their interiors are pretty. The, the seven miles out of the dealership, brand new, the door locks set and wouldn't release. So she was trapped at the house inside. Could, couldn't, had to we break had a window to, to get out. Lo- That's exactly right. <laughs> and it did it five times after that. And the dealer said there was nothing wrong. Uh. And, and, and the, the oil leaks in the driveway, the collapsed air suspensions that I just went and whatever I said, you know, was wrong about not – I said, how about a Chevy Tahoe, for God's sake? Better vehicle, but by no, the way, Mike, that, as you know, much better vehicle. Yep. Oh, without question. But no. So, anyway, I consider those – Okay, really quick, Mike, along, along those lines. And, I, and, again, I've got good friends. In fact, you know, Jeff over at JC's, who's a good friend, and, and I get JC's, it. JC's, I agree. Jeff is a great he guy. Is. And, and, and I agree. And, 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 you know, and he's made you know a lot of money fixing Range Rovers. And the question, though, yeah. that I've always had, and I even asked him this, and he couldn't answer it for me, why the cult following for something that just does not have – the reliability. There's a saying even over in Africa, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I've been there numerous <laughs> times. And when you go to Africa, here's what they tell you. If you want to go on safari, that's great. Go with a Range Rover. If you want to come back from safari, take a Land Cruiser. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> well, I, I truly believe it's that everybody gets enamored with who owns them and the price. And they're, they're a perfect example of you can spend all the money in the world and get no yeah. little or no quality. Yeah, good point. Absolutely no quality. It, anyway, you know, it reminds uh, me, Mike, it reminds me of a video that my boy sent me this week, and it's an old video. A lot of you have seen this. I'm sure, Charlie, you'll remember this. This has been floating around the Internet for quite some time. At one point in time, Mike, Payless Shoe Company went out to Beverly Hills, and they opened a store. Now, this was just kind of a trial for, you know, a weekend, but they had this big grand opening and they put all their shoes in there and they renamed the company and they renamed everything inside of it as far as the shoe models and they upped the price to where they were selling a $40 sneaker for $400 and on down the line we went. And they invited all of these quote unquote influencers in and everybody comes in and they're looking at all the shoes and they're talking about how great the quality is and oh yeah, I would wear these and and they and they, and they sold, believe it or not, they sold these things all day long out of that store. Now, when it was all said and done, they did the big reveal, told them what the shoes actually were. Everybody was flabbergasted. They couldn't believe it. They gave everybody their money back and actually gave them a free pair of shoes to boot. But they did that as a trial, Mike, just to prove that quality isn't always what it seems. And just because something's expensive doesn't mean that it's got high quality. That is for sure. Here, 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 John. Thank you very much. 
There you go, my friend. All right, man. Appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for calling, as always. And, uh, John, you got two comments. Hang tight over the break. We'll have more time that way. We'll take you as soon as we come back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problem-solving. Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. 
GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. We are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. John and Cheyenne, what's going on, sir? Hey, so uh, how are you today, John? I'm good. Jeff? Good. Good. <laughs> All right. So last week I talked to you about that uh, wireless ignition node yes. on my 11 RAM. Yes. So I took it in yet. Okay. So I take it in yesterday, and he replaces it, and it's doing the exact same thing. So the service so he- manager called me, and... Huh? So he put they put the ignition switch basically in it. They put the new ignition note in it, and it was doing the exact same thing. Okay. So then he called me. He goes, "Your key might be worn out. Can we cut a new key for it and program it and see if that fixes it?" And it still didn't fix it. Yeah, I didn't think so that would that fix was, it. Okay, you know they got to eliminate. I know, now, right? No, I, I hear you. And, and okay. not saying I wouldn't have done the same thing. You want to make sure that the key and the fob okay. and everything is working correctly. But uh, So uh, what, are their, okay. what are their thoughts now? All right. So the kid gets underneath it, and he gets into the wiring. And on that wiring is where they had the original aftermarket alarm. <laughs> and he's holding the key in the, in the start position and wiggles the wire. And it, and starts. it starts. There's your answer. So what he did is he came out, he goes, I can recrimp these, or I can do it the right way, cut out the crimps, and solder in new new sections. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I had him that's do. That's the right way to do yep. it. And that's, and that's, I had this conversation last week with, you know, with another caller, John. It's why I, I despise car alarms, yep. aftermarket car alarms. Well, I despise that, them. You know, and it was on the truck when I bought it. Yeah. So that's. A lot of you, you know, know, back in the only, day, John. This was it was very common for dealers even sure. to put their own little car alarm doohickey thing. They call them immobilizers and the these stupid things. Yeah. The dealers would put those on back in the day, and they were junk. Still yeah. are, by the way. I don't think they're no different today. They're still junk. Sorry, sorry, aftermarket right. car industry, you know, car alarm industry. But you guys, they're all junk. Okay. So and I got that pulled out already. Good. The the guy that did the I never even, you know, John. I apologize. I never even thought. I I've never even thought about that. I didn't know you had one of those on there. Yeah, I I thought I had told you that. Yeah, he. Uh, the, I missed the that one somehow. The mechanic, the first thing the original mechanic did before he did any other troubleshooting is he called me. He goes, "This aftermarket alarm could be causing our problems," and I was already having issues with the fob for it anyway. I said, "Take it out." And he was like, "Okay, that's the, that makes my troubleshooting easier." Yep. But you know yeah. what? Now that you said, you know so, what? I remember you saying that. I didn't think, you know, here's it, here's what I missed. I didn't think that potentially the most likely where he crimped that probably didn't get crimped well enough. That's the problem with crimped okay. butt connectors, right? So the kid that worked on it, I, all right, I'm 61, so most people under the age of 40 are a kid in my book. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine too. Uh, he said, "If if he starts, if it starts again, we could order just the the new pigtail. You for could, that and you replace could replace the whole thing." And he said it wasn't a super expensive pigtail. I would tell you what, John. Replace. Just if you're going to keep that vehicle long term, my suggestion would yeah. be order the part anyways, 
have it on hand. And if you ever need to replace it, you've got it. Because we all know as time goes by, that part will become less and less available. Yep. I, I've got my old, my old 2004 Dodge, for example, needs the fuse box. They, they call it a fuse box module. Uh, my trailer lights will not work on that truck. And the only way to fix it is to either pull the board apart and solder in new okay. relays, which I plan on doing, or you buy a whole new unit for about 600 bucks, and they're on a 16-week right. back order right now. So if you've got the ability to buy it, okay. buy it. All right. Well, the, I'll, I'll call them on Monday when they open back yep. up. Even I'll if you don't use it, just it. sit on it. Right. Yeah, I, in the long run, yeah, because I'm going to keep the. I'm only at 215, and I want to keep it till 3. Well, then buy it. Have it on hand. Yep. Yeah. All right, so... Question of the day answer, Uh, it's not a vehicle. It's an option for a vehicle. When I got this truck, I bought a Paragon. It had great reviews online, phono cover. It's an aluminum accordion folding thing. Worst piece of junk I ever bought. What does it do do again? I'm confused. Paragon, P-E-R-A-G-O-N, phono cover. Oh, it's aluminum. Oh. It's an accordion style, so you know what I mean? It, yeah. it rolls in. And I've had to have it welded about a half a dozen times. And then the guy that welded it said, you know, you might be better off just putting some angle uh, L's in the seams and, and popping them in. And the uh, hydraulic cylinders that they make with it last about one winter because mm-hmm. of the weight. It's not designed for our part of the country. They, so. th- those, by the way, th- and I knew this from selling those back in the day when I had my stores, those are not designed right. for somebody that's opening and closing them every day either. They're great for the guy, the weekend warrior, where you may open that cover, you know, once a month sort of a thing. They work fabulous for that. Right. But if you're using them daily, you know, like in our world, John, with what we do on a daily basis, yeah, that would never work in our business. Right. And what I use it for mostly was to keep the snow and stuff out of the bed and to right. put a you know, some extra stuff in the bed, driving back and forth to work, and then I would open it when I needed to haul something. But, right. I mean, driving all of a sudden, the weld. So anybody out there looking for a tonal cover, don't go there. I mean, yeah. they look nice and everything, yeah. but they're designed for driving around Denver. Yeah. yeah actually, for, for guys, thing. actually, to be honest with you, for guys that are working out of their truck to where you're not too worried about the security side of it. The old, the old, just fold up tonu covers are still about as easy as anything, yeah. John. Yeah, that's yeah. So, last thing, my wife and I want to get a third vehicle. Okay. Having this thing down taught okay. us that we need a third vehicle. Okay. We want an SUV, but we can't afford a Tahoe or a Yukon right now. I won't touch a Ford. So we've been looking around. And it seems like all the rest of them out there, with the exception of the Toyota 4Runner, have crappy ground clearance. <laughs> They're more like cars. Yes, that's true. Yes. And so... You, you would be better um, off to buy even an older Tahoe as opposed to anything else. If it's a budget situation, just try to find the right one that's a little bit older and do that instead. Okay, so you're not a fan of the 4Runner? For I, you know... We would... It's not that I don't like the Forerunners. I think they're, and now you're a little lower. Well, I shouldn't say that. What's your elevation where you're at? Eight. Eight thousand. Yeah. So the problem with the Forerunners, in my opinion, and Mike from 
uh, that called in earlier has one, and he would agree with me on this. Unless you super, supercharge one, in our, our, in our area with our elevation, they're dogs. Now, any, all of you that own one, great, fine. I'm glad you do. You know, and, and, and forerunners are, are a lot like land, land Rovers. They have a cult following, John. A lot of people that, that own forerunners, I look at them. I drive by them all the time. Most of these guys will never have that thing off-road. They've got the rack. They've got the ladder. they got all this crap all over it, and it's never going to leave the garage in most cases. I mean, literally, these guys are never doing anything <laughs> other than driving in the snow. But, but it's the thing for all the guys with man buns to – sorry, I'm just being honest. It's, if you got a man bun and you want a four-wheel drive, that's what everybody runs out and buys. And there's a cult following on forerunners. I don't think – I'm not particularly fond of them. I think they're an overrated vehicle. Okay. They're big. They're bulky. They drive worse than your Dodge truck does, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. They have got one of the heaviest steerings. Those in Tacomas both have some of the heaviest steering of vehicles you'll ever drive. My, my Mega Cab Ram drives easier, you know, that I just sold. Uh, it drives easier than a Tacoma or a 4Runner, and I'm not exaggerating. Now, all that being said, are they a good vehicle? Yes. Do I think they're overpriced? Yes. It, although they have a cult following, and it's one of those vehicles, John, you can buy and never get hurt on because there's enough other people out there floating around that want one that okay. you're never going to get hurt. But for the money, power, all of that, even, you know, and the, and the Toyotas are reliable. I'm not going to take anything away from the Forerunner on that end of it, but you could buy a 10- or 15-year-old Tahoe and be just as well off. Okay, well, I, I, I wasn't looking to go that old. I was looking, you know, you find one that's You, you find one that's got decent miles on it. I wouldn't care. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah, I was okay because uh, I was looking at Tahoes that are five to seven years old with around a hundred thousand miles, and they're asking almost what they're asking for a new one. Yeah, they're right forty, now. fifty grand still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, and you could get into a new Forerunner for forty-five, 40, forty-two, forty, forty-five for yeah. the real. And then I saw a couple of used ones with less than a hundred thousand miles, three, four years old for. Between thirty and thirty-five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They hold Wait. their value really well. They do. They're they're like the Tahoe as right. far as that goes. They do so, well. Again, not so, not knocking them. And you'd have to get in one and drive it and tell me, you know, your thoughts. I'm just giving you my opinion of the Forerunners. I'm not against oh, okay. them, and I'm not saying I would never oh, yeah. not own one. But they're not my favorite vehicle. I, I think they're they're overrated. They're slow. I call them slow runners for a reason because they're just not that fast. They just don't have the power that I prefer. Uh, and I don't like the way they drive. Right. I think they drive very heavy, quote-unquote. Oh, okay, and I drove one last year on vacation, and it was okay. I, I mean, it wasn't like getting into the and saying, oh, I have to have this because it drove great, but it drove okay. What is their – how are they in the snow? And I'm not talking Good. three inches on the highway. I'm fine. talking eight, eight to 12 inches on a dirt road. They work fine. Yeah, the I mean, those Tacomas, both. They, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that end of it at all. I mean, again, they're they're a solid vehicle when all of that is said and done. It's just for me, okay. you know, daily driving, um, you know, being able to use it. I mean, it's a it's a versatile vehicle. They've got good room in the back seat, good okay. room behind the back seat. You know, everything folds down. I mean, it's a very very versatile vehicle. I'm not taking anything away from them. I am one where I just feel like because of that cult following. Uh, it's it's overrated. They're underpowered, and I think oh, there's great. better vehicles. That's just my opinion. A lot of folks would argue with me so, on that, but I'm not a I'm not a Toyota fanboy. Okay, so if you put it in four, just quick question: four wheel low. Uh, it's got enough torque to get through the snow. Oh yeah, yeah. through it. Oh sure. Yeah, you okay. go for it. You you can four wheel with it and do anything else you want to. As far as that, I mean, you'll go places in it you can't go in your Dodge for sure. 
Oh, okay. you think it's, it's, it's even got higher ground clearance oh, yeah. than my Ram? Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll go places with it oh. you can't go in your Ram, especially if you put a larger tire you know, and stuff on it for sure, yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's if we decide to get one, that'll be my phone call back to John's 4x4 former owner on the radio to find out what the best tire to put on There that you go. Is. I can handle that. <laughs> Hey, I know. All right. Hey, John, have a great You weekend. too, man. Appreciate it. Good questions, by the way. Mark and Eaton, Jerry and Greeley, guys, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, 
you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we're back. So I got a email from one of you guys over in Golden. Won't name names, but we chat a lot via email and so on. The subject line is man bun. Laugh out loud. He says, I have two neighbors with forerunners. My buddies and I refer to them as man bun one and man, man bun two. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. It's not just me that notices that. No. It's, it's it's just something that's I don't know I don't know why that is sorry I, I don't mean to be rude I'm just you know but I am Mark and Eaton what's going on well my son and I both have a uh, 2004 Dodge Ram and okay. we, his has got a problem with the engine harness evidently somebody got into it and did some messing around it maybe they chipped the engine I'm not sure exactly what it was we bought the that vehicle used and, and what what kind of Dodge is it. It's a Ram 2500 Cummins. Oh, so it's 2500, okay. With, so a, man- with a manual? With a manual transmission. And, okay. Yeah, I'm wondering if, first off, is that engine harness going to be different with an automatic versus a manual? Ooh, probably. I mean, I own that one. Uh, you know, I own that same truck with an automatic, and I, yeah, I would venture to guess that that's going to be a different harness for an automatic yeah. versus, a tra- versus a manual because you've got to have things going down to the automatic transmission, which is electronic. Okay. Where in the world do you get a replacement for that harness? Good question. I just explained to you a moment ago. I need a fuse box for that one of mine. I'm going to fix it instead of, you know, spending the 500 bucks on it, Mark, because it's it, it's a 16 week back order right now. Just getting a fuse box for one of them. Oh, good grief! So I well, don't know. Hey, what, to, and you don't know what's wrong with yours? Well, we know it's down by the plug-in someplace down on the on the ECM. And it, what it does is it'll cut out. It'll give him an engine uh, warning light, and then it'll cut off the engine. And then it'll start back up. He can, he can get underneath there and fill around with it a little bit and get it to working again. It'll work for a while, and then it quits. So we know pretty much where it's at. It's right there where the harness plugs into the ECM. So it's the connector of the harness? Pardon? It's the connector that plugs into the ECM? Yeah, we're, we're pretty sure it's right down there where the connector is where it goes into the ECM. Hmm. Um, go on. I think Amazon has it. It's called Stablent R22. And it's a, it's a connection enhancer. Take and clean all those off and then paint that stuff on there and paint it on the connectors in the on the ECM and try that to see if that doesn't help it. You're thinking it's in the plug-in itself? Could as be. As opposed to the wiring? Be sure and check and make we're, sure we're that thinking. none of those wires are getting pushed out to pull the back of it off and make sure you haven't got some wires pull, being pushed out the back. Well, we, they've spliced into it at some point there on that on that harness. Okay. And how did they fix and it? And there's been, uh, well, evidently not well, but um, my son's sitting here. He's listening also. But uh, 
it, it looks to me like they've gone in there and spliced into it or either repaired it at some point mm. and tried to patch it back together, and it's just kind of wired back together. You're, I'm guessing and the so only place thinking, you're going to find a harness for that mark and the first place I would look is at some of the used you – know, there's the um, the one website, carpart.com, where they – basically it's an aggregate site for all of the – uh, you know, salvage yards across the country, yeah. you're most likely only going to find one that's in good condition out of a used vehicle. I doubt if you're going to be able to even buy that new. Yeah, we haven't had any luck finding it new, that's for sure. Yeah, I doubt if you're going to find You're going to have to go on the used market to find And then you're going to have to make sure that it has not been spliced into and so on. But yeah, I will say, most of those guys know whether they have or haven't. They're going to check that before they send it to you. Okay, uh, but that's probably the route All you're right. going to have to look for, unless you can figure out what's wrong with that one and fix it. And that product that Jeff's talking about, it's S T A B I L A N T. It's from Standard Motor Products. It is on Amazon. It's about sixty-three bucks for fifteen milliliters, so it's not cheap. And okay. don't don't leave the cap off of it because it will evaporate <laughs> okay. quickly. But it will help. It will help okay. make a better connection. If it's a connection between the computer. And the harness. If you got okay. loose wires in the harness, you know, you could right. always go back through and solder those. Right. And put shrink just like, wrap just around Just like we it. were talking to, yeah. to uh, John up in Cheyenne earlier about Mark. Same deal. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that, we just came on when he, when he was on talking to us, and I thought, well, there, there's his yeah. problem. You can, you, yeah, and okay. you, you can fix those. I mean, you, the way to do that correctly is to you know, use that, you know, solder them in, do it correctly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. You're very welcome, Mark. No, thank you very much. Appreciate the phone call. Jerry and Greeley will get you in before the top of the hour. Go ahead, uh, Jerry. We've talked before about how sometimes the manufacturer's recommended service intervals aren't aren't the best. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're going off of overall cost of ownership and trying to get that number on the window sticker down so that they can compare to the next you know the next car that you're comparing to and they're all doing the, you know they're all playing the same game and and no uh, I do not go off of what they recommend because normally they're far too they're far too uh, down the road in mileage and time for what I like okay well I've got a 2017 f-150 four-wheel drive with a 10-speed automatic transmission and I've got a 2019 F-150 two-wheel drive with a six-speed automatic transmission. And I wondered what your recommendations might be for gearbox services. Uh, 30,000 miles with for, a complete uh, service. For axles, transfer case, uh, transmission, everything. Transmission I'm more worried about than the axles, but the axles, it's not going to hurt you at all to... To change that lubricant in there, at least at, at 50, 50 at yeah. the most, Jerry. Okay. The transmission, I, I worry more about because of the heat and everything else that goes through it, plus the electronics in it. The cleaner you keep that fluid, the better. The longer the unit's going to last. Okay. And the well. dealer will argue with you on that. In fact, a lot of them won't even service them if you ask them. Yeah, the um, yeah the factory books they say 150k on all of that. Yep. So, <laughs> oh great. Well, thank you, gentlemen. You're very welcome, Jerry. Appreciate it. And we got lines open. Call us. We'll get you right on here at the top of the hour at the 11 o'clock hour, I should say. Uh, myself, Jeff Kitty, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Unger, of course, with us again answering phones. Anything you've got for us? Three zero three four seven seven. 
5600 303-477-5600. Somebody said, hey, I got gas today for $1.39. Unfortunately, it was at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.